When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family. I'm going to start over with you, Andy. Welcome to the family with... Andy Brant-Bernard. Tevin Pittman. Alex Brant-Bernard-Rasmussen. And our special guest... Tim Laurent or Tim Laurent. Tim Laurent or Tim Laurent, it all depends. And of course, Tim. we have a Tim Lammers and a Tim Laurent on the show today. My goodness. Oh, we can't hear you. We should be able to. He's up. We can't hear him. Hmm... Oh, well, he said just a second. One moment. He's mine. Yeah, it might, might help to plug in the old. Uh, oh, no, it's just uh, Tim Laurent. It's the Tim Laurent and Tim Lammers show. How about that, yeah. baby? Oh, Tim L and Tim L. The two Tim L's. Tim L squared. It's all true. And Tim, in case you weren't listening, Tim Laurent. Tim Laurent is a cousin of two of my best friends growing up as a kid, Guy and Greg Laurent. Oh, cool. The Laurent family over on, uh, well, they lived right on. 29th and, and I guess the Parkway, right there. Oh, yeah, with theater, uh, not theater with, but uh, Weber Parkway? No, uh, Sunset Park. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Sunset Park up there. Uh, there was an old Dairy Queen there, but it's not a Dairy Queen anymore. It's still sitting there. And then there's a pet hospital. But yeah, I mean, it's just such a coincidence because Catherine always goes, why do you always know somebody? No matter who we meet, you know somebody. Because I started talking to Tim. I said, yeah. Tim Laurent. That's yeah, true. I do. I know a lot of a lot of people you over would. the years. I suppose. Oh, I think I hear Nana coming in now. There she is. I think I hear the door open. Miss America. <laughs> so much fanfare. Oh, whoa! Jude, my goodness. Jude is also Jude is, here. Jude's all <laughs> fired up. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. So Catherine will sit down in a second. Tim Lammers, La Mer, Tim Laurent, and Tim La Mer. What do you think? Hey, did everybody have a good Halloween? Mm, yeah, it was great. Watching the kids be so excited is just, I love that. All Hallow's Eve, and hopefully the snow didn't deter too many trick-or-treaters. Not like the Halloween blizzard from... 91. God, 91. No, it really 91. It really was not bad out. No, I was. Wasn't. I said my mom stayed out the whole time, so you had to know that like it wasn't too bad. It was <laughs> like shocking. Like a big girl. Oh, boy. Catherine is now in studio, so it's time to kick off the Tim Lammers report. Yeah. What's up, Pally? Well, you know what? And, and, and i got to do a quick plug for my uh, podcast with Bob Sansevier, Tim and Bob's Excellent Movie Adventures. This week, Tom, because if you had an intermission in Killers of the Flower Moon, the three-hour and 26-minute Killers of the Flower Moon, would you go? With a, or with would, a, it, would it still be too long for you to sit in the theater that long? I would, I would definitely take a shot at it. Just uh, if it, if we got to take a break every like hour and forty minutes, uh, that would be fine. <laughs> well, I'm talking about only one intermission, but the reason that we were talking about it and are talking about it on the podcast is the fact that uh, some theaters went rogue around the world, and. Put their own intermissions in. I love That's it. a good idea. They used love to do it. that at the Cooper. Remember the Cooper? Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they had intermissions. Actually, you know what they of should course. do? They should just put buttons on each seat, and if enough people push the button within like a minute, it pauses the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you just have then you just have piss pots. Yeah. Pausing the movie no, all that's the time. True. You have kids <laughs> pressing the buttons. Yeah, probably true. Yeah, that's true. But you know the problem is, Apple TV and Paramount, who co-produced the movie, because after this, um, the movie's going to stream exclusively on Apple TV Plus. Uh, they busted 
these theaters because Scorsese got pissed off. That's stupid. Uh, Thelma Schoonmacher, the editor, got pissed off about it. You know, there's this whole thing about artistic t- integrity, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Breaking. You know, and it's like, okay, you know, are you going to start policing us at home too every time we pause it? From now on, if anyone pauses this podcast, we're going to sue them. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're interrupting you know, the only our, thing to do. our artistic vi- vision. It's the only yeah. thing that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. They claim it was part of a violation of a licensing agreement. It's so stupid. Yeah. And, you know... Okay, well, oh, see, man, three well, hours and 26 minutes. Yeah, if you want people to watch your movie, you have to accommodate them in some way, because otherwise they're just going to be like, I can't do this. This well, isn't worth my time. Theaters are struggling. Why not give them a little boost to go get uh, more yeah. concession sales? Right. Oh, you know? yeah. True, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Right. You should be supporting the people that you're, you know, railroading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's exactly it, because you, first of all, you have to remember the theaters don't make a lot of money on ticket sales. Okay. Especially when a film opens a big film, the studios take most of that. Now, number two, three hour and 26 minute movie. That means fewer show times per day. Number three, it's not always about the bathroom breaks. People are going to go when they got to go. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, this whole argument of, yeah, sell concessions because that keeps the doors open. That pays your people. And, as long as in, unless those doors are open, people like Martin Scorsese are not going to have theaters to show their movies mm-hmm. in. It's like yep. it's exactly. a exactly. simple solution that they just don't get. Uh, I posted a picture of John Wick uh, along with a, a piece on directconversations.com, my website, about Bob and my uh, you know, podcast. And that was another long one. That was two hours and 54, something like that. Um, you know, most superhero movies are two and a half, two forty-five now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know what the cutoff should be, but I know that there have been a lot shorter movies in history that have had intermissions. Yeah. Right. So bring them back. And Just I agree. bring them back. It'll help the theaters. I agree. There should be some sort of intermission when the movies are that long. But if it's all about selling concessions, are there movie theaters that have like to you delivery where I can go on an yeah, app? Yeah, that's true. Order? That's true. And I think, you know, maybe most of them are because, again, the whole idea of getting people into theaters now is to make it more of a homey experience, oddly enough. I mean, they want to give them relaxing chairs and recliners that go back, that heated seats, everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, you can order from your seats in some places, not just the uh, – there's only one of them in um, Minnesota, I think. The one that's in Woodbury, what is that called? The it's like a theater slash oh, restaurant. Uh, it's the Alamo. The Alamo Draft well, House. Yeah, is that what it's Alamo, called? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That is the most. Um, that's like a theater slash restaurant all in one. It seems because mm. I think they actually have little tables that you can bring out to put your food on. But yeah, yeah I mean, even the, the theaters that I go to out here in my neck of the woods, they have. You know, people can order stuff and bring it to them. But still, I I mean, I have to side with the theater owners on this particular case Mm -hmm. because, again, they need to make money on those concessions. And I never bitch about them concessions being a lot of money because that's that provides us the the opportunity to go to the theater in the first place. And again, just look in the mirror, um, you know, of studios, because without those show houses, you don't have anywhere to show your products. Right. Yep. Hey, I've got a, I've got an angle for you on your reviews. You could, do, this is the sucky slow part of the movie. Get up and go, yep. <laughs> take yeah. a little break. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sucky slow. Well, yeah. and here was the problem with 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 uh, flowers, uh, killers of the flower moon. I, I thought, okay, between the three and a half hour movie practically, and the fifteen minutes for previews, and just getting there to get a decent seat. It's a four. It was a four-hour thing for me. So I thought I am not going to sit here without a drink for four hours. So I got one, and even a medium is like a bucket. And so I did get up twice during the film to go to the bathroom. Actually, one of the times tied into the fact that, and this was annoying as all hell. You could hear the Taylor Swift movie pounding away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be annoying. That, yeah, I've been. Yeah. At and I'm not the only one who has that. said that. And and so that was part of the reason I thought, well, I'm up already. I might as well go to the bathroom again. I, so, you know, but just the whole idea, if I only had to get up once, when do you go? So, yeah, that's a great idea, Catherine. But 
I don't think my bladder could hold out for three and a half hours uh, to oh, tell you God. what part is slower sucking. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Just mark when you need to go to the bathroom to say there's a slow sucking. There, there you go. Part. There you yeah. go. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, as somebody who goes to a lot of movies, you see it all the time where somebody goes and uh, something huge happens when they're gone. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah. I, do they regret it? Maybe not. Maybe they'll ask somebody later. But, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. But, you know, that's good to hear, Tom. Uh, put a bug in Michelle uh, Mann's ear about that, uh, about, hey, I'd go to these long movies if you guys have an intermission. Unfortunately, as this controversy has shown, it's not entirely up to the theaters. But maybe if yeah. they scream loud enough, if you get a... Uh, 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 if they get together and group together against these studios, they have their annual convention, Show yeah. West. Yeah, she's, uh, she said the, Show dis- West, CinemaCon now. Yeah, and, you know, yell at them then. Tell them we got to bring them back. She said the distributors have like all the power that they mm. tell yeah, them what they, they can do. and cannot Absolutely. do about everything. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. It, you know, that just seems so wrong to me because, again, hey, we're providing you a place. Because believe me, with the with the uh, studios, it's not a, really necessarily. The studios with the egos it's the directors it's you know if you get in the filmmaking the ultimate thing for you is to see that movie on the big screen yeah right sure. so yeah. and it has a lot to do with maybe the talent more than it does the actual studios themselves um but studios also make a lot of money and that's your biggest source of income is the movie theater right. so uh I, I don't know but yeah they got a group together man I, this scorsese's argument was well people sit and watch tv five hours at a time no, really? not at a time. No, no. they do not just they sit well, they, they might binge something. Yeah, but so. They also pause things. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It, if, if I could interject the, um, to Catherine's point, right? A little Johnny bottle like the, uh, like the semi drivers have, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when, you, when, you, when you show your age, when you show your age, time, it's like when when it's when it's sideways, which is one of our favorite movies. We brought in a little bottle of wine. You know what I mean? And uh, now. <laughs> to show to show our age is like now you can sneak in the Johnny bottle you'd be fine yeah it's a whole different deal exactly I've definitely brought Potbelly to many movies <laughs> there's You're a Potbelly like the Eden Prairie Mall there's a Potbelly right there so you and they do have delicious it. sandwiches and you just bring a big purse and yeah. you're ready to go yeah. a LaCroix or- that? <laughs> or I've seen people or where they'll do the bowl. the Wizenator bring a Wizenator in right the, oh. the, thing, the, uh, the, the Vikings rule of athletes yeah yeah. In the for urine checks. Yuck. Can can I say that I did actually that was you know, other people yuck. I knew. Other people, yes, somebody other people. Else. It wasn't you. It was of course. Else. Looked like me, but wasn't no me. No question. <laughs> yeah. I like your idea though, and I will bring it up to matter of fact we should call Michelle Mann and get her on the phone and say, What do you think? Well, phone. you know, if there's so if, the, if, if, if it's all phone and horn at the same time, the phone. Okay, you too, stop. <laughs> all right, sorry. If it's all about artistic integrity, then they should just build in a you know, a, a segue. Into another part, it would just well, be easy. The, Stupid. Here's the but thing: so weird about too, it. I mean, that film, Killers of the Flower Moon, it is actually wow. kind of parsed out in chapters. There you go. So it just seems, it just seems like a natural. Okay, you take a natural break. I mean, I, I don't know. Again, if it is about artist, artistic integrity, they do realize at some point, and probably sooner than later with this particular film, because they got this streaming deal, that it is going to go to streaming or. Do they still have DVDs and Blu-rays? That's those are dwindling away. Yeah. But either exist. way, you pause them. And again, is it going to get to the point where, well, we're not going to allow we're not going to allow a pause function in this movie because we can't have the Ugh. artistic integrity compromised. What a bunch of crap! So yeah, yeah. It, it where does it, it's a slippery slope, as they say. Well, I think that if somebody gave them a spreadsheet showed them how many more people would go to the movie with pauses. I'm sure their artistic integrity would benefit. (laughs) I don't know. These people are very full of themselves. Okay. There are no more people that are fuller of themselves than people that are on Broadway in yeah, musicals, yes. plays. True. Yes. There are intermissions in every single yeah, play exactly. yep. that you go to. Oh, sure, if you yeah. went to a play that mm-hmm. was three hours long and there was no intermission, people would freak they wouldn't out. Go. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't go. They, wouldn't they would go. be like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not sitting in this chair. During those, it, it, they discourage anyway, anybody getting up during the actual action on stage. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I so, mean, I went and saw the importance of being earnest and that's 
under three hours, and there were two intermissions. There was a 20-minute one and a five-minute one. Yeah, they oh, usually wow. have to reset the... One? Is that the Daniel Radcliffe play? No. Or is that... No. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point, Alex. The, the um, intermissions at every freaking Broadway play. Yeah, and, like, to talk there about people that care about artistic integrity, like, they're, it's their whole life right. is artistic integrity. So, well, and just the so idea of a three-hour, twenty-six-minute <laughs> movie. How many people were just turned off? Up at, at you know, they said, "I'm not even going to go." No, Tom, I would no. never. Oh yeah, no. I would no never way. go see a three and a half hour movie. I don't. Care I wouldn't even watch it at my house. No, it's. I just be like, it would I don't take have the entire day. No, thank you. I'm not going to do that. What? I have other things. Yeah, to we're do. just yeah. now getting to the point where a two-hour movie takes only three hours to watch in our lives. Because of the pausing, because with the of kid. the pausing, and, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, like even after he goes to bed, it's like every every so often. I'm sure you've done this, like you know, deer in the headlights thing, where you're watching a movie and you hear a sound, you pause it, you're like, "Was that him?" Okay, no, he's, he's still asleep. <laughs> no. No, you haven't done that. We do that all the time. I, I mean, I hear noises, and I'm just like, if they are awake, they'll fr need me. They'll scream. And then I'll definitely know. Ethan doesn't, though. He wakes up. He needs to be changed, but he doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, I suppose Fawn... <laughs> doesn't change himself. Yeah, yeah but Fawn he doesn't to, say yeah. anything. He just, yeah. he just lays there with crap in his diaper. It's like, <laughs> at least, you yeah. know, make some noise or something. Fawn yeah. was a sleep pooper when she was <laughs> yep, little. Like, she what? would just wake up yep. with poop in her diaper. And I'd be like, what? That's Ethan, How yeah. How does that happen? Every, pretty much every day, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. That, she used to wake up every single day with a poopy yep. diaper. And I was like, what is going on? I know it's like you'd think it would be uncomfortable, but you think. Yeah. And that was just three months ago when she was six and a half. Oh, no. not oh. even. She's been potty trained since twenty months. Thank you very much. Yeah. Both girls are advanced there. Both my kids were potty trained by like twenty, twenty-one oh, months. Very fortunate. Well, plus, you got to remember, people after a night out at the bar, if they hit it heavy, they might wake up with. Mm. Oh, oh no! That's a that's a that's then, a rough then you night. need treatment. I was gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> you got broke. You need treatment. That's then. what's happening. It's never happened to me because I, oh, I don't not. imbibe. But I'm just wondering. I'm sure. And I've heard stories about people like peeing in the fridge because they're so drunk. It's like, oh, how, yeah. how drunk closet. do you have to be? I would, yeah. Some of my friends that I'd had advanced dead. stage yeah. alcoholic ex-husbands, that kind of stuff did happen. I yeah. would be dead if I ever had that much alcohol in Truly. my system. But I, mean, I couldn't tell yeah. the difference between a room and a you, refrigerator. You don't just start out that way. You no, work you your, build, you, you build up your tolerance <laughs> until yep. the point where you're psychotic. <laughs> I suppose so. You don't so. know what, what is happening at all. Yeah. Hmm. Yikes. Yeah. So oh. I'm sure that y'all talked about, uh, and God, I tell you what, it's still a hot topic in the news with Matthew Perry, mm -hmm. Matt. Oh, oh it's so weird. sad. Oh, I just saw somebody had a um, license plate frame, and it said, can you be any closer? And I was like, oh, Matthew oh, Perry. Janandler <laughs> Bong. Yeah. Ms. Janandler Bong. Ms. Janandler Bong. Thank you very much. So, but, you know, I understand that he tried to help a lot of people with their same yeah, struggle. He did. And yeah. he did something with a, one of his houses, I think, turned it into a rehab facility. So, you know, good on the guy, right? I yeah. mean, at least, you know, he tried to, even though he took what his struggle was and tried to help others with it. So, he did, you know, yep. right. but I was still shocked. I mean, I understand he had a real bad heart heart attack was it a couple of years ago he had to yeah. drop from a movie because of he's had heart issues for a while he, he's had multiple surgeries that they don't ever say what the surgeries were well i know he um in 2018 i think it was they had the friends reunion oh, yeah. yep. mm -hmm. and he had like a huge relapse after that that oh, ended up yeah. he was in the hospital and had to have a surgery he was given given like two percent chance of making it through the night oh, yeah, yeah 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 that's that that i think that was the one i was talking about alex yeah it, it was yeah oh just terrible well, they terrible and i was still shocked even though you hear somebody had you know such yeah. of a history with the struggles and all that stuff it still was shocking when my it's wife always... said to me she said matthew perry for some reason i thought about luke perry and i thought well he died a couple of years ago but no that's right mm. matthew perry's like i just didn't expect it and I was putting Sage to bed, and Dan was putting Fawn to bed, and she was like doing her reading that she needs to do. And this Dan like walks in, he's like, Matthew Perry's dead. And I was like, Oh, that, what? And <laughs> what? Fawn runs in, she's like, Who's dead? 
It's oh, like, Perry, oh, you don't know who that is. I, don't know. I was like, can we just get the yeah, kids to sleep without talking about anybody dying? Because now it's going to be like a five-minute thing. <laughs> I think he just was like, he was shocked, and then he was like, I have to share this. You know when right. you yeah. get something, yeah. you're like, I have to tell somebody immediately. Yeah. I think that's kind of what happened. And well, they probably like, won't do an autopsy, right? Yes, they are doing a they whole toxicology yep. report and an all. autopsy because it was like, did he die from a heart attack? Yeah. Was it drowning? Like, was he well, so high on had, drugs that we, he, like, We just had a friend that was found at the bottom of his stairs dead yep. and happen. they're not going to do any autopsy because nope, he was over didn't. 55 they're like oh well natural causes 55. 55 yep he was found at the bottom of the stairs and they're just like well he's old he well, died what 55 no i guess that's what that. they said what they looked around there were no drugs no break-in signs of break-in so well, I mean, there I guess is no like, foul play there's only a few things that could really be and i guess ultimately it doesn't that's matter which one it was because like, it's did he have a heart attack? Did he have a stroke? It doesn't, doesn't really, really matter. technically yeah. matter. Well, but I a lot of people know. would want to know. Just, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, just maybe yeah, as a family if, history thing. If all of a sudden you were just found dead, and they were like, "Oh well, she was." It would be your father. Over no. fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what? if any of you were just found dead, I want to know what happened. Yeah. You'd be like what? Just it's like oh, dead now. How often you see natural causes listed? Now, if somebody's over 80, 90. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, I can yeah. buy into that, but when you see it, oh, 54, 55 natural causes. What? I know. Yeah, once you're 100 years natural. old, waking up is an unnatural cause. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, I, I, I thought it was law. I mean, how do you rule out that someone didn't do something? I thought they had to automatically. You I know, thought everybody rule out. got an autopsy, too. I didn't no, know that yeah, it was I like a. I thought it was automatic. I assume I mean, that, again, yeah. the family doesn't want it. And then I'm sure if it's a celebrity, it's more common because everybody. Yeah. Well, in criminal attention. investigations, yeah. if they suspect foul play, I believe they can order one. Yeah. It doesn't sure. have to be released, but they can order one. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you're just like, if you're dead at home and you've had like a history of heart issues, it's obviously not foul play. Or the odds of it well, being foul play are so low that it's probably not worth worrying about. I know somebody that had a um, nine-month-old that died, and they were like, SIDS. Yeah, that's... They, like, didn't do anything. Really? And she, had to, she paid so much money to find out what happened to her. Was it SIDS? Yeah. Well, SIDS doesn't, it's no. not even a real diagnosis. That's not even a real thing. It's, it's like IBS. It's like, we don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, basically. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like, meh. Blanket, blanket deal. Right? Yeah, they might yeah. as well just say, yeah. put life sucks on the death report. Yeah, she had to pay so much money to get, like, her, she had to hire her own yep, person, but then it. you have to go oh. through, like, oh, this whole legal thing, because yeah. it can't just be, it was like, she had to have a lawyer, uh, it, like, this whole team. She went through so much stuff to just figure out what happened to her daughter. Yep. Well, oh, you know, wild. with Matthew Perry, it didn't take long for them to say no foul play. And yeah, they, they said there were no drugs. They reported no drugs, yeah, yeah. right. Well, so, they said that there were no illicit yeah. drugs. They said that he yeah, did have a bunch not, of prescription drugs. Yeah, but he's not an illegal drug user. It's yeah, all like oxy thing. and stuff. So yeah. the, just because they're prescriptions doesn't mean it wasn't yeah. caused yeah, by being drugs. Overused. Yeah, especially when yeah. you're a celebrity, you seem to be able to talk doctors into giving oh, you a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I knew somebody in college that went to two different doctors to get different drugs right. from like yep. yeah. prescription drugs. It used to be very like, easy. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I remember every time I got my teeth worked on, they'd be like, here's two weeks worth of Vicodin. I know. And now it's like you go into the hospital, your arm got blown off by a Claymore, and they're like, I don't know, three Tylenol? That seems like a yeah, lot. They're like, <laughs> One Advil, three Tylenol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's... I know. I remember the first time I had to buy that like intense Robitussin when I had bronchitis in college, and it's like you have to show your ID because you can make meth with it or something oh, like that. Oh, because it's got the decongestant. Oh, or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I feel like I'm doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, like Claritin D I just want I know. Like, It's like oh. you may have this much per month. Yeah. Otherwise, you go to prison. It's like, yeah. wow, what am I taking here? Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. 
Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's true. Well, speaking with speaking of uh, legal drugs that have had that have wreaked havoc on the world, another film I have to recommend. This is on Netflix. You can pause it as much as you want. Okay, there's my shot at Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, it's called Pain Hustlers, starring Emily Blunt and Chris Evans and Andy Garcia. Mm, and I like it's them. about the opioid crisis oh, again but watch from it. A, a different, <laughs> yeah. no 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 but Catherine, this I is get different. so mad uh, it, it's it well that's just it i know i get but so mad more about it's it's about the unethical sales tactics that go on mm-hmm. i've heard about this or uh you know so yes it does eventually get into the uh, addiction part probably in the third act when the movie really really turns serious but it's about a startup company a pharma company true story based on a true story. Of course, they changed the names, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they were so close to bankruptcy. They, Chris Evans is this sleazeball sales executive. He hires Emily Blunt. She doesn't have any experience, but she has the power of persuasion. So she, her job is to basically hoodwink doctors into prescribing this stuff. And if she does... They make big money per mm-hmm. prescription. And, you know, before long, when that starts exploding, you know, they bring in other <laughs> sales representatives and they're greasing the doctors with cash and other benefits and stuff like that. And uh, eventually it just gets to be too big of a deal and people are becoming addicted to this fentanyl based, again, medication and people are dying. Um, but I think movies like this are important and, you know, after Dope Sick, after Painkiller, after those two Sackler movies where they got off scot-free, you know, to to continue to expose these scumbags because that's really the only justice people are actually getting. They're getting the satisfaction of these people being called out because they need to be called out. So... It's not as, yeah, it's ultimately depressing. I get it, Catherine. Um, but it takes a different approach for at least two-thirds of the movie. It's about the other end. It's where it begins. It's where you had some of that people throwing the pitches and getting doctors to sign up for these speaker programs, they call them. Um, but basically, it's you know giving them cash. It's, in a way, kind of bribing them to yeah. Yeah. To do the prescription. Well, so, did, was this, can't have enough of those movies. Was this in any relation to Rite Aid? Because from what I understand, Rite Aid just filed bankruptcy and are closing half of their stores. No, and they no, no. and they were involved in some of those. Uh, apparently, from what I read, um, that they were involved in some of those pill shops. You know, the bus buses oh, of addicts. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, you do have a, a, a pill mill thing going on with an actual doctor in this particular film. But no, it does not have anything to do with that. It's the actual company, if you want to look it up, it's Insys, I-N-S-Y-S, Insys Therapeutics. And the amazing thing is, and spoiler, I mean, the info is out there, but some people actually did get some jail time, but slap on the wrist, yeah. country club jail time. <laughs> yeah. And at least there was a little bit of things moving forward because obviously no, the, the, the Sackler family, did any of them serve any time in jail? No. No, no none. That's so, that's, that's so sad. I, 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 know, uh, I, I know a good friend of mine and her her son ended up, you know, they got, he was hooked on, on, hooked on stuff. And then when the big thing hit, then they pulled back all the prescriptions. Like, oh, oh yeah, no, right. you can't have it now. Oh, God. And so what does he do? Searches out something because he's hooked and then gets a hold of something with some fentanyl. And he was uh, so, sad. so, so, so yeah. sad. And, uh, you know, and the, culp <clears throat> the culpability is there. I mean, right? It's like, you know, well, the love of money's. Not not a good thing. No, no. no well, that's just about it. it. In this particular case, Emily Blunt plays this single mother. She's struggling. She's got a daughter that's just diagnosed with a serious medical condition. I mean, she's desperate. And so she sees this opportunity and she uses her wonderful power of persuasion. No sales experience whatsoever in pharmaceuticals. She sold kitchen knives, I think. And that was her big thing before that. She had zero sales experience in that area. But you know what? Great salespeople, I mean, they have that power of persuasion. And certainly she had it over this one doctor. And from there, things exploded. And you get to the point where he has, I don't know what they call them. They're actual like prescription clinics or whatever. There's lines outside. The word gets around. This guy, yeah. now, all, now all of a sudden, this, this uh Medication was actually for cancer patients, but before too long, somebody's got a sore back, so they're getting prescriptions. <clears throat> and, that, and then it just gets out of control. People become addicted, and things end very, very badly. Yeah, it's just so annoying because we supposedly have these protections from the FDA and pharmacies, and all of these people are supposed to be sort of in charge. They're supposed to be in charge of all the drugs and how it all turns into such a shit show, I'll never understand. It's just terrible well there's like there's a real issue with like you know if you have a lot of pain opiates are the only thing that's going to work mm -hmm. so it's like what do you do right well i'm telling everybody that's living on the street in america weren't chronic pain patients yeah. maybe no. there was temporary but i think they just could have done better well, yeah. yeah, some people obviously turn to it because of the pain in their brain, really. Right. I mean, Absolutely, just, yeah. They're trying to get the hell away from whatever the hell is haunting them. Right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend the movie. But, again, it's not your most uplifting, feel-good movie out there. But uh, I know there is one, and I'm glad Tevin saw it. He texted me about it. Old Dads. Oh, fantastic. I loved it. Old Dads? <laughs> yeah, it's got it's Bill Burr and a bunch of other people. But, essentially, it's an old kind of crotchety old man that is at war against the woke community and one Did of the remind you of anyone your dad's right here i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look <laughs> in a certain direction but there's a <laughs> <laughs> all i'll say is tommy you gotta see it yeah it's like therapy where it's is like it showing it's on, uh, netflix. on netflix oh, it's on netflix yep. okay old dads all right i'll and watch that, it and then we'll do a double the feature with that and pain hustlers yeah, there you go. It'd be perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah, it uh, it really is. He's he brings fire to the anti PC movement, and oh my God, it's Bill Burr at his very best. And as I mentioned last week, he's just one of the few guys that they can't cancel him. I'm sure they tried, but yeah, you know, him probably. and Gervais and Dave Chappelle, and uh, Tevin, you were mentioned another stand up guy that's uh, bringing fire too, which is great. They need to. They need to bring it back. Yeah, you know, I would agree. Enough of the being offended sort of deal. Yeah, and Tim, there's a movie that on social media is kind of making its rounds, especially after the shooting that happened in Maine, called The Desperate Hour. Do you remember this movie? Essentially, it's I thought it was terrible. It's essentially it's a mom that's out on a jog while a school shooting is happening, and she's trying to get to her kids, and so she ends oh, up. I've heard of it, and I need to. Who is in it? Uh, I it's, people I've never heard of before. Okay, this um, is like 2021. Yep. Uh, Naomi Watts. Oh, Naomi I, feel, Watts. I think I, I saw remember. that. 
Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, she's jogging a whole ton and she's Yeah, and <laughs> she's like her, it's mostly her running. Yep, and on the phone she ends yeah. up like calling in yeah, like I essentially saw that. solving the whole thing while on her jog into school. Yeah. Huh. Jason Clark is in it as well. Great actors, both yeah. of them. Yeah, you're right. And I think the movie is largely follows her. She's so mm-hmm. desperate to mm-hmm. get to this school if i can and she hurts herself and she's limping through the forest like sprains her (laughs) ankle falls down and gets a concussion yeah yeah, that's a hard pass for me yeah Yeah, well unfortunately people are watching it for a reason and that's horrible also that whole Mm, situation at maine so my god yeah yeah it is is time to switch gears and talk about happiness and pickleball (laughs) and tim laurent i saw that i saw that uh, t-shirt tim i was going to ask you about that (laughs) well go to the church of pickleball Pickleball. well you know we we have i think it was saint francis with cc goes share the gospel often necessary use words and you know some interesting words get used on the court but uh oh yeah it's it's (laughs) but it's all in good fun you know i i did a podcast for city wyzetta during COVID, and they said, um, I told people, I said, if you're not having fun playing pickleball, you might not be a fun person. And that, yeah. and that's true. I mean, that's totally true. And it's it's very playful. No, a, a gentleman by the name of Dennis Gallagher from Eden Prairie, he has these all over the uh, all over the country. When I brought a team down to Houston, um, a team down to Houston uh, for the Junior Olympics, uh, we were just getting that fired up, and we didn't have time for jerseys, so... They supplied these shirts, and I was, at that time I was watching, was it Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. You know, and he has the thing he taps on, believe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, perfect. And uh, then we had a thing where it's one team, one dream. Um, but, yeah, it'll be in the Olympics. It's a matter of time. And, uh, but, yeah, the it's... Pickleball? Oh, I'm sure Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. It just has to get bigger internationally because you can't bring something to the Olympics. If, if you know, United, we got United States, Germany, and England. Who's going to win? You know, yeah. You right, know, you got to right. have a little bigger Well, you're all guaranteed a medal. Right. right. <laughs> my, That's true. Fun, funny story. My daughter was in gymnastics and uh, and she's a driven girl and she's awesome. But anyways, so she did um, was doing all around over in Minnetonka and uh, and they go and the, and the gold medal winner is Amanda Lerone. And she's like, yes. All of a sudden it's like, wait, she was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, but other than it that. It diminishes a little bit. But you know what, though? She did all four of the events, so other people weren't oh. doing all four of the events. So I said, hey, there you go. Okay. Right? Other people didn't sure. man up or woman up for it. Wait, so. And are you the pickleball reason behind Catherine's black eye? No. Oh. We covered that in the first segment before on the morning show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, I'm glad you brought that up just to divert a, a second. Um, yesterday, my wife did a face plant in Target. Oh, yeah. She's got an egg on her face. Like mm. It's the thing to do. <laughs> it is the thing to do. And I said, okay. She said, nobody saw me, though. And I said, oh, great. Now everybody's going to start this rumor about me smacking her around. And yeah, perfect. when I we were talking about this last night, I said, I'm like Tom Bernard. I said, if I smacked you once, it would be like Catherine and Tommy. You wouldn't, Tommy wouldn't be uh, here the next morning. Well, whatever happened to Tom's body? I don't know. Yeah, whatever, yeah. I, it Why was I like, yeah. So if I actually <laughs> smacked you, I that would be my last night on earth. I would not wake up the next day. That's very so how true. Did get, how did you get a black eye, Catherine? I was just standing there like a deer in the headlights playing pickleball and just. Oh, you were. Right I in didn't the face. know that. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just wasn't paying attention. I, I, well, this was hard enough a fall for her. It was in Target, you know, yeah. solid floors. It's like you got to go well, in. It's got to be an automatic ten grand. Not about that. I'm just you, you know, know justice for the, the injured. Wet. Somewhere. <laughs> Call Dave Bialki. And there you go. No, ever since, and this really woke me up to this whole idea of with head injuries. But you know, when uh, Liam Neeson's wife died, she merely fell backwards. I think on a ski slope. Really? And Natasha happens. Richardson, was yeah. it? There's the two Richardson. I, 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 it's, Miranda's the other actors. I don't know, even know if they're sisters. But she, yeah, uh, Natasha people Richardson. thought, you know what? They're, it was bad news when they weren't really releasing any news on her condition. But, you know, essentially it happened to be just a freak deal where she hit her head on the back of a ski, you know, on a ski slope yeah. when she fell down. So you got to take these head injuries very, very seriously. So, uh, yeah, I, there wasn't 
she didn't and she seems fine my wife patty but you know it's even 24 hours later you got to go in if you she just, gets yeah. a headache go to the er I'll yeah, say that and much. she had a little one to begin with. I mean, but she actually, she said, well, it wasn't my head, it was my face. I did a face plant. The face ache is <laughs> fine, yeah. Face yeah, but it was like this big, and now this morning she goes, uh-oh, I got a black eye. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess I, so. To uh, the final part of the uh, last segment of the morning show, um, I figured out that Tom would have to have a motive, and uh, based on the fact that he all kicked his coverage so so big time that uh, he probably wouldn't have a motive. Oh, here we go. I'm going to hear about plus that I'm, the rest of the I'm day. Plus, I'm really nice to him. So. That's really true. He has no, no motive. motive. Okay, I've heard so, Tom talk about this before. He says, yeah, if I ever hit Catherine, I'd be sleeping with one eye open all night long. Well, I'd be dead the next day. <laughs> oh, no. no I'd, the next I'd, morning, I'd you, he would I'd, be I'd like no to live more. in fear for a while. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> kill me. Okay, so. how right, long? Yeah, like, just string it out. Let him live in fear. Yeah. There you go. How long ago was it, Catherine, when you stepped up and said, hey, Tom, you want to play pickleball? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, it was, uh, I don't know, a month ago, a month and a half. No, but I mean, you, how long have you been playing? Yeah. I haven't been playing very long. Couple, I, I, couple I was, of months? I would play, and then something would happen, and then I couldn't. And mm. I, I just, I'm sort of a stop and starter with well, it. When's the first time that I met you then? Was... Well, I think it was like, a, I don't know, two months ago. Okay, yeah. okay. Was it at Mega? Or was yeah, it was at Mega. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Was it one of my classes? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yep. Oh, very Because yeah, now, Brittany, who was on the show when you got here, okay, she apparently is playing pickleball now, too. Did you know that? Is she playing in a league or what? I don't know, but she's yeah. very excited to get... Oh, she is playing I in a league. I think it's... Maybe it's her tennis tournament. She's either in a tennis or pickleball league. One of the two. But I she's bet it's an pickleball. avid pickleball player. All yes. I know is it's exploding it. in popularity. It is. I sure mean, is. It's really becoming huge. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. It's unbelievable. And, and uh, you know, here's the thing is that uh, I also, Tom, got involved. I just thought I wanted to lose a little, for me, I wanted to lose a little weight. Uh, growing up on the farm out in Medina, uh, I mentioned my dad said, hey, I was thinking about playing like baseball or football. He's like, come again. <laughs> come again. <laughs> you know, we got our farm, the neighbor's farm, and then we took care of a bunch of real estate down in Minneapolis. And that's mm-hmm. why North North Minneapolis so well. Right. And, um, but yeah, it's like, so somebody said, I was playing platform tennis. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's big on the East Coast and they keep people up with their skills. And, um, but my buddies, high school buddies would, by the time we played three games and had three beers, it wasn't exactly a recipe for losing weight. And so, <laughs> and then the younger, the younger kids, you know, the, the, I call them kids, but the younger folks, they had kids, so they, I couldn't get a bunch of games in. So someone says, I went to the doctor, and they're like, uh, I hadn't met a doctor in 14 years. And that's, you know, when you're self-employed, whew. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't use your insurance, you can get by for ten or twelve grand a year. Right. That's <laughs> as long right. as you don't use it. Amen. Yeah. So I'm sitting here going, you know, so what what happened was we ended up having our our car dealership burnt down in, in uh, by Loretto on High Fifty Five, and you know I'm, I'm a pretty, tena- pretty tenacious person, so I think like. Lord's like he's not gonna he's not quit he's not gonna quit this dealership. I need him playing pickleball, so you know we don't even know what happened. But bottom line is I hadn't been to the doctor in 14 years, and uh, fortunately I didn't need to that I knew of. But he said, "Oh, I mean your numbers are off the chart. You got to do this or you start taking statins or whatever." And I'm like, no. "Ugh." Mm-hmm. So I go into the gym. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the treadmill. I'm like, "This is oh gosh, I can't do this." <laughs> it's so boring. Just knowing knowing I would go three times. I mean, at the best. And someone says, try this game called pickleball. I'm like, pickle what? And so I just went online, looked how to score, 
walked in, went to uh, Dick's and got my little Dragon Slayer paddle. Yeah. And, um, and I like walked into Chanhassen and I'm like, okay, I'm here. It's such an inclusive sport. These people are like, come on in, let me show yeah. you how to do it. Yep. And I'm like, really? You, if you want to check the tennis world out, just bring your tennis racket, Tommy, over to, uh, to, to one of these country clubs or just a, a court where they're playing. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to mix in. <laughs> They're yeah, like, who yeah, right. are you? That's <laughs> not going to happen. That's not I... happening at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, I can uh, see that. Well, so Officer the... Dave says he knows you well. Who's that? Officer Dave. Uh, do we want? Do we oh. say his last name on yeah. the show? <laughs> yeah. How do you guys know Officer Dave? You can't miss him. He's, he's, he's been on, on the show a million times. A million really? Times. Yeah. He's kind of a small dude. Yeah, yeah. he's tiny. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. comes I'm in tiny. every Friday. Well, most every Friday. Really? Yeah, he also knows my daughter because whenever... <laughs> Whenever she got in trouble, um, he, would, he would let me know ahead of time. Don't share too much. You might yeah. get in trouble. He would let me know ahead of time. And then I'm like, but the good news is, Officer Dave, both times she got in trouble, we were able to address it. And he told her, you make sure you tell your dad, and because and, I know who he is. And, and, and she did. Um, but both times he bought a car for me. How about that? Hey. Yeah, there you really? go. So he, he says she bought her oh, first Dave, car from you. What's that? She bought her first car from you. Oh, so there you go. Oh, wait a second. Who's who's this she? talking? <laughs> Officer oh. Dave bought his or, or her his his daughter? daughter's first car. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That makes oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And then he ended up yeah. buying another car too. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping my daughter would get in more trouble because things were going good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, and and to tell a, a true story, this is hard to believe, but um, so anyways, I my son does plays video games for a living. My son Spencer, and sports. Uh, What's that? Esports or streamer? Esports. Oh, oh no, wow. no, no. I should say no. Streamer. Okay, he's a streamer. Streamer. Yeah, actually, my son Spencer is the world's on Twitch. He's the world's longest daily streamer in the world. Uh-huh. He has been on a half hour a day for over ten years. So, Ooh, yeah. Wow. And if he stops, he's going to lose it because someone's behind him. But There's always he, someone waiting to take your place. In I know. Yep. But he he literally told us, "You guys, Dad, if I'm in the hospital." You get the camera out. And <laughs> <laughs> That's and true. So when uh, it was it was put up, I was down in my bedroom and it was put on put on my heart that was like you know the Lord's like you're gonna play games for them. I'm like oh this sounds so awesome because I didn't really have a chance to do sports. And then um, I thought well maybe he meant eat, uh, not eat, streaming like playing uh, Mario Brothers right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean I think time when we were here is like Pong right that was like Atari. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, advanced. Very big deal. Yeah. And uh, when we got that with nine kids, a big fight for the remote. I'm third oldest, and you know, and uh, so I go and I started streaming. Oh. My, well, no, I, my what happened was my son, my son was at this conference, or whatever, and my dad, my son goes, "Hey, dad, I'll get you set up." I came back from my dealership because I got you all set up on your own little stream because his friends wanted to see me, you know, fail, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I didn't like realize children. there was such a thing, and, and there was a thing called Justin TV, whatever. Yep. My son Spencer went over. He went to Duluth, and he goes, "Well, I need three screens and all this stuff." I said, well, "What do you know the screens for?" He goes, "Well, I do. I do video streaming," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, but when we started our dealership back in '04, I want to say, um, I literally, <laughs> I, I literally had Spencer digging out a trench uh, for the uh, restroom so we could get a lift station, <laughs> and he go, I go. I said, I paid you. I said, best, one of the best, honestly, guys, one of the best summers of my life. I spent time with my son. Uh, I, I, it, was, it was so awesome. And, um, and so we spent the whole summer together. And I, uh, I said, well, I paid you. I paid you. I said, I think I, I paid you $250. He goes, Dad, it was 2 bucks an hour. I'm like, jeez. And he, <laughs> saved up, he saved up all of his money, and he bought a computer, and he's been live streaming. And so all of a sudden, I seen him live streaming. I said, I said he, he doesn't like losing money. I said, Spence? You're gonna to have to pay me twenty bucks if you don't take the garbage out. Like, oh, I like it. So I know it's going out. Next morning I go, you owe me ten bucks. He goes, What do you mean? I took it out. I said, Not the downstairs. Oh, oh wow. comes there, flips me a ten. He goes, Don't worry, Dad, because they paid me sixty bucks when I was online because they felt you for being such a hard ass. Oh, well. And I'm like, What do you mean? So that's when I found out they put money in his account and he gets paid that way. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that got my attention. I got my own stream going. Yeah, that's right. Not a bad plan. Papa Tushi. Okay, so for the person out there who's never played pickleball in their lives, and I could throw myself in there because Catherine's brought me out a couple of times. Me but too. I'm, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't I'm brand new at it, so yeah. where do I go from here? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. And so I was thinking about taking an intermission because I had too much coffee. <laughs> oh. You get a little jacked up, are you? All right, I am. This is, well, this, yeah. is, this is a sucky Tim, part of the podcast, so it's a perfect... It's a, per- <laughs> it's a perfect segue, and I'll be right back, okay? Honestly. You should have taken oh, you mean intermission. You go to I, I actually do. Think <laughs> about intermission. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be well, right he'll back. be back in a whiz, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you, stay, you stay here, dude. Yeah, Jude's got to stay here. But you guys just ad lib and talk about. This. Oh, okay. And we can do that. Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk about you the whole down. time. Yeah. We got 15 yeah. more minutes. Start bragging about myself. Brag about myself. Okay. Exactly. Oh, there yeah. you go. Talk about pickleball. My brother has been playing this, and my sister-in-law for I don't know 20, 25 years. I, I, it's been around since like 1960. What? Yeah, which is crazy. I never even heard of it. It's well, invented in the last two years. I know. It feels yeah. like. Yeah. It. So I saw my brother, and he had all that tape all over his knee. You know that connect. What's it Kinetic, called? Kinesiology yeah. tape. Yeah. 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 No. So he had all this tape. And I'm like, so what, what happened to you? He's like, oh, I got injured playing, and I thought he said tickleball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, tickleball? He's like, yeah. I'm like, do you need to tell me something? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got you pulled a leg, huh? <laughs> Whoops. That's interesting. Well, who's, what are you who's tickling? Who are you tickling? <laughs> who's what? <laughs> How is this possible? Oh, my hamstrings were so sore from tickleball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, he's like, "Not tickleball, pickleball." And I'm gonna go up. What the well, heck is that? It's not much worse. Not much better, to be honest. Well, it's it's ball. kind of a. It, there's nothing to do with pickles. I don't know where pickle came from. I've looked yeah. it up, and the explanation doesn't make any sense. It's not even worth. Well, learning. and also, there's if you look things up with pickleball, there's 15 different explanations well, course, for everything, yeah. and where the origins yep. were, and who made it up, and all of this stuff. So, I I don't really know mm-hmm. what to believe, but um. It is really a fun game. You do have to kind of maybe take a lesson or at least look at some YouTube videos mm-hmm. or something because there are rules, you know. Like, I got hit in the face, and it was the opponent that hit me, their point. What? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that makes sense. Like, if if you were playing tennis and I hit the ball at you and it hit you, it's not my fault. Well, I guess not... technically, because otherwise well, you, you could just, could... like, body block all the shots, but, and that would be but... cheating. But pickleball is in a small, tiny court. It would be mm-hmm. easy to try to hit somebody. Okay. It would be. Okay. Which, so I don't agree with that rule, especially after having a black eye <laughs> for like, two weeks. I'm, I'm crying yeah, I didn't and like, it's not yeah, my I point? Did, I did not like that that rule at all. But um, there are some rules. In, in, I mean, you can, just, you can just go out and bat the ball around and yeah. still have fun. Yeah. I'll say that but if like, you want to actually play a game, like most people know how to play tennis. What the hell is going on in there? I don't know. What, is, what are you doing? Oh, he's got these oh, uh, paddles. Okay. He's showing I us his paddles. I thought Jude was like and, uh, digging at something. I, I'll save this other piece of information. Oh, well, don't save it too long. we got about six minutes. So, six uh, minutes? Somebody, somebody was also <laughs> telling me that pickleball is, is now getting a bad reputation because it's uh, too hoity-toity. And all so I'm like, what? You need a ball and a racket? Are you racket? serious? I would say, oh, is that a tennis person? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, the tennis people are firing back because it's yeah. losing its luster. So there. I, I was going to gift you guys something here. So, But this one's going to Katie Kirk, and uh, she asked me to sign it. Just saying. Oh, wow. I know, wow. I know kind of a big deal. And on page 24, the ironic thing was, I didn't know this, but on page 24. Is that... Matthew Perry. It is. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. I guess he yeah. was a big pickleball was, player. Yeah. yeah, and the reason why it's selling so hot is because this is actually. Is that you? Yours truly. I don't uh, even know who sent the photo in, no. but it's like it has a little more significance. But anyways, I'm sending that to uh, Katie Kirk. This is a magazine out of New York, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so but I'll leave you guys a copy or so. Well, tips. now correct me um, if I'm wrong. But not yes, to bring if I have about four minutes down, left. Can, oh, I knew is, that. Wasn't Matthew Perry Kevin's playing pickleball just like hours before? Yeah, I think yeah. he played. Yeah, I like the morning of. Right. He and it was like he normally plays for two hours a day, but he was tired and only played for one hour mm. in the morning. So yeah, there's. It's like he of, tired and only played for one hour. Yeah. When I'm yeah. tired, I don't play for a month. It's amazing that after you die, they map every single yeah. step yeah. you took right. the mm-hmm. entire day. Right. Yeah. Well, anything could be relevant right. when you have a heart issue. Yeah, that's true. Should wow. you write for that magazine, Tim, or, or what's you that? The, the magazine. Yeah, what about it? You you write for it, or are you a publisher? Uh, I'm just, no, I'm just one of the... Uh, there's uh, a company I, uh, out in New York, and they've... Um, in Pickleball Media, and uh, some people in California. There's just 
two pickleball sisters. One was just supporting the other one, and she had lost her triplet. But they're just mm. regular people, and they decide they had this inspiration to do this. And next thing you know, Maverick, who's Emily Blunt? Is she like a? a she's really, an actress. She's an actress. Is she really cute? Uh, yeah. Brunette. Yeah. So she well, was. Yeah. Sometimes she's blonde. And okay. <laughs> it depends on what movie she's in. You know. She's married to John Krasinski, but she's oh. done a yeah. lot. Of yeah, she's usually good. Happens a couple of years ago, but she's done a lot of different Quiet Place. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I am the last one to know what any trivia. I have no idea about actors and actresses, but um, on Stephen Colbert, I thought it was her, and she goes, oh, "I was at this place, and I just grabbed this magazine to think it was for free." But um, Stephen Colbert is like, you know, everyone talked about being on the cover of Rolling Stone. And he goes, "I'm on name Pickleball. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> 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 and you know, and, uh, you know this is this is an issue with uh, firefighters. So we're doing just kind of a fun thing, you guys. We're doing um, a thing with cops against the policemen. Mm. And so I was at Mega, Mega Minnetonka, which is, there used to be a theater there, by the way. Uh, used to be a theater at that location. Oh, really? 7101. Oh. And, uh, I mean, oh. a, drive, a drive-in. Yeah, a drive-in, yeah. Yeah, the old-fashioned oh, yeah. way, right? <clears throat> when you could sneak oh, wow. everything in. Um, <laughs> but I did, the, the cops got called because this lady had dislocated her shoulder, which could happen. And uh, anyways, got uh, got her all fixed up. And these two firefighters are in there, and they're like the most buff, athletic people, you know, that you can imagine. So I'm not talking about you, Tommy. I'm just saying other people. And uh, but anyways, these guys, I, they said, I said, well, we want the policemen against the firefighters. So we're going to do that as a fundraiser. Um, and I told the two firefighters, I said, you know, what I need you guys to do is really find me some athletes because uh, these cops are really good. <laughs> and they were like, they, I just did it so deadpan. They're like. Um, we're here. Like we are the athletes yeah, that you were I'm like, we, we need some really good athletes, and you know, some people in really good shapes. <laughs> um, but what do we have? Two minutes left. Let me think what I can do to kind of wrap. We got about seven minutes left. Oh, awesome, Andy. Uh, can you pop mom back up? Uh, no, I can't because she left. Well, it kept on saying it wasn't connected to the internet. I kept on complaining. So. I don't know. Let, they can still hear me. Let me lay out. Let me can. lay out a little vision of what's of what's going on. A good idea. All right. Good. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> I got involved five years ago. Um, my son now uh, live streams pickleball, and he works at goes down to Santa Monica Studios. So they'll be running cameras in New York and uh, all over the place. And um, but he's the independent contractor for that. Um, so we having a chance to get to know all the you know the pros and all the top people, and. This is a game for the people by the people, and I think that's so important. I've never seen a game that crosses all the barriers. The last thing we need is more divisiveness in our, in our country. Mm -hmm. We don't need left, right, <clears throat> green, red, whatever. It, everyone is so sick of all that. You know, the PC, this, this, this. Like, that's the last thing we need. Yeah. And matter of fact, this one gal that, uh, I'll just use her first name, Beth, um, she had lost a 27-year-old, I think his name was Jordan, and she said, Tim, it was the only way I could survive because for 15 minutes I forgot about my pain. Oh. Yeah. You know? And, oh, wow. you know, how, how powerful to know that. And here's, here's a gal. Here's a gal that actually, that actually is one of the founders here. And I'm like, how cool is this? And then they get it to, you know, out in the national media spotlight. And what I can say is that I've never seen a sport that's so inclusive, so friendly. Great. If you're not laughing playing pickleball, you're not a fun person. I just, let's just mm. be honest. You're just not a fun person. It's okay. It's okay. I've taught about seven to 10,000 people pickleball, um, and I've only had two people that didn't like it. Uh, one said that he didn't care for games with more than two rules. Okay, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't get him his money back fast enough. I said, well, we'll take one of the 10 people off the waiting list to take your spot. And the other person probably wasn't mentally stable. He wanted to hit every ball through the net. Um, oh. So, okay. yeah. and, uh, but, you know, I've had, I've met more lifetime friends. And when you go, matter of fact, I just, I'm going to be doing, um, doing a vacation. Well, no, I, I get paid. Out in Cabo San Lucas, I'll be teaching out there uh, January 8th through the 14th. And I'm like, you know, all the things paid and I get you know, it's, it's wonderful. But I have close friends from Orono that I became close friends with. And they're like, please come up to our place. You know, we got, they have places right in the ocean. And 
I guess Kenny Loggins was playing their place, and he tipped over and got hurt. So you're not the only one, okay? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, uh, Me and Kenny Loggins. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're hey, hey, uh, Tim, I'd like to ask quickly. I, I looked you up on Facebook. It's it's my pickleball coach, Tim Lorenz, on Facebook. That's him. I, I, yeah, I don't do social media, but I think that's right. It's mypickleballcoach.com is the uh, segue to uh, to what, how to get a hold of me or whatever. Um, and from there, um, yeah, I, you know, it's really funny. I haven't promoted myself at all, and some some author reached out to you. Yeah, Tim, you helped me out in Need and Prairie sometime. You don't remember me, but I'm an author of this book, and you know, I'm like, okay, cool. He goes, would you help me with? Would you be in this book? I'm like, sure. You know, it's kind of like asking me, well, we're going to pay you to go do this trip. Would you like to do that? Ah, uh, yes, I can do that one. Yes. And you know, you have to know how to say yes, right, Tommy? Absolutely. Okay. That's all I ever do. <laughs> one, one other thing I wanted to ask you: you just said one mutual friend, Dan Andy. Yeah, how do you know Dan? I used to work with Dan at a company that is no longer a media company. In really? But Dan, his, his interesting story is his father was one of the founders of NFL Films. Really? Yeah, yeah. You have to talk with Dan about that sometime. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Great guy, though. Dan, I haven't seen him for years, but it's like, oh, wow, Dan, you're, you know Dan. That's really cool. So, Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So you don't do the social media, but you have the Facebook page, but you got I, the website as well. Yeah, I need, I need to hire someone to do that. So I just don't do it. I haven't, but I really, I really should because here's the thing. The impact, uh, I'm just going to – I have a minute left to wrap up, you guys, or something. I'll just – let me wrap it up with this. Time you just give me a heads up when it's one minute three left. Three minutes. Oh, more than enough time. Is that and I that my goal here is to have an impact worldwide with this sport, and I have no question that that's going to happen um, because I've never seen. Once you drink the Kool Aid, right, Catherine? Mm -hmm. You are addicted to this game. If you play more than three or four times, you're addicted. I ask people in class. I teach a hundred new people. Um, a week. And guess what? They're like, what? It's been around since 1965. Are you serious? I'm like, well, I guess so. Amazing. And I've never seen people laugh so hard and man, the endorphins flow and you, you just really get a chance to enjoy it. But yeah, I want to impact. There's, there's a uh, people, this is, by the way, this is what a paddle looks like, by the way. And there's people in Uganda where we sent plywood paddles to, and they're learning English and they go, they go, ball, Pick ball, paddle, ball, paddle, and they run out onto their onto their clay court with bare feet and have a blast. And you tell me how many sports you you know. I told I was at a country club. I said, you know what? We're taking this from the country clubs out to Uganda. And I always use Uganda, and I found out that's actually happening. And to know that I could have impact that way, and it's a perfect, perfect charity event um, to raise money. I think of the juryless telethon. Of course, we had, mm -hmm. but uh, we're going to do where we have a, you know, a six, you know, multiple day where it goes continuously broadcast, and people will pay to have this person, a celebrity, on. I mean, to see Tom Bernard get hit with the ball, priceless, hilarious. Right? <laughs> see Tom get a black eye. <laughs> there you go. I, I can join the club. I can join the club with the black eyes. Exactly. Well, well right. they'll, they'll know she, Catherine was hitting you. They'll, they'll know that. Oh, it's going to. Yeah, that's right. Because we had both sides of the segment. I mean, you know, so. The opportunity is that, and my son being a live streamer, we are set up cameras where we can broadcast this worldwide. And, you know, th let's face it, it's not that hard to be kind to people. It's not that hard to care. And how much of this is empty because we're so busy rushing around, as I would put, like, uh, so much static in the air because we're not present in the moment. And here, for, and if you don't, like, there's a few curmudgeons out there and if you don't like that person, it's only 15 minutes out of your life, right? Right. right. It's 15 minutes right. you never get back, but guess what? You can choose not to play with that person again. But that is by far the anomaly out there. You'll meet so many kind and nice people and mm -hmm. supportive people. We, we, someone mentioned a heart situation. We had a friend of ours, and he didn't feel good playing um, and uh, that morning and that Saturday. And he ended up you know, having a heart attack. And, and by the time we had the ambulance, he had passed away. And wow. we still play with his brother in a big group. His his worship service, it was a, you know, a celebration of life, was tons of people from pickleball there. Mm. And at at an age, you know, when you're <clears throat> when you're in your forties, uh, it's hard to make new friends. Um, not hard, but it's it's challenging. And here you have a chance. People forget we are in a loneliness world mm -hmm. right now. There's so many people that are lonely and that need 
to you know, right. need to have other people. Mm -hmm. So I just, I guess I'll leave it at that. But watch what happens. There's a reason why there's two billionaires go, you know, that see the opportunity. One I just want to say to is Steve Kuhn has helped me out tremendously. Um, he's from New York. He ran a hedge fund, uh, Pine River Investments. But he said, I played once, Tim. And he goes, I knew this was going to be huge. And he is, wants to bring this to so he, Little League Pickleball, Major League Pickleball, Minor League Pickleball, but bring it around the world, and I, I'll be there. Didn't be you wonderful. say that a lot of uh, professional tennis players, when they're retiring, are going right into pickleball? Was that you? Yeah, yeah. Well, how about people coming right off Wimbledon right now, off the U.S. Open, and retired and went right into pickleball? That's really? Yeah, the, the, people that, the, the people that do this in pickleball that these ladies started, they, there's a guy by the name of David Levine out of New York, and I knew five, no, about four, five months ago that they were going to do another segment. They'd done Agassi, uh, oh. Roddick, Chang, and another one. Well, now they're getting some, you know, people that are a little cuter. So they got, uh, <laughs> they got, they got Agassi and Steffi, which are married, right? Steffi Graf, and then they got uh, Shiraprova, if I'm saying it right, and yep. and John McEnroe, and. Uh, the, the numbers they had for the first one they did, which was off prime time to test the waters, were off the charts, off the charts. So I knew that it's a million dollar slam, so a million dollars take off. Well, they knew to get Mac, Macro had been poo-pooing the thing forever. And he gets on there, and they knew he'd have another one because he lost. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> and he had a really funny segment. And uh, Kate, Katie Couric, she goes, she goes, well... She goes, if you pay me, because this guy has, a, Richard Porter has an office right next to hers, and she goes, well, if you pay me 150 grand, I'll go, I'll go out there and help you guys promote this. This is a big deal, million dollars. And th the guy's like, you love pickleball. I'm not paying you. He there goes, you go. Hop in the jet, I'll get you a free, you know, a free snack. And guess what? She went. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, just to see that that's the kind of traction that's getting Catherine. Mm -hmm. And not to mention Drew Brees. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you, LeBron James, you name it. And the thing is, there's no one sport that has a huge advantage. Wait till this hits the Pacific Rim. You get people that are, you know, have been since three have been playing table tennis. The oh. shots that they're going to have are going to be unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah, because that's what they say. It's a cross between table tennis and tennis, tennis right? Yeah. And, and yeah. badminton. And badminton. And right. don't forget, Tommy, dodgeball. So <laughs> I understand. We, we, yeah, people, they always hesitate when I tell them that. They're like, I think he's kidding. No. No. Not kidding. Today, we, I, 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 I played at 6 in the morning, and um, that's when I play more serious games. And today we had, we, it's called body bagging or body tagging. And um, so at a higher level, you're going for them. And we, we, set, we set up a bounty on this one guy. See? And we said three times. We got to tag him three times, right? And... Uh, First two were on his legs, we were a little disappointed, but the next two were, you know, chest right in the chest, you know, so we were pretty happy. We got, we got him four She's times, which is pretty are. awesome. <laughs> there you have it. That is going to do it. Tim, you'll have to come back. I oh, I would love really to. Like I would love to. It's been a nice ton of fun. You, yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right, we will talk to you tomorrow.